At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This episode of Popcorn Culture is brought to you by Ben and I's ambitions to be hip-hop artists and beatbox our way to the top. All the way. All, all the way. The, all the way. All, all the way. I started beatboxing to Addy in the bathtub and she will go she'll go (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty awesome i'm like you get it yes it is so interesting (laughs) you're so musical (laughs) i know Everybody, hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I'm here again. I made it back for another show. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you're you're welcome. Thank you for being here is what I mean to say. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I think I've decided that whenever I'm doing the intro, it needs to take me the exact same amount of time. So if I if I linger on the like, what's popping, everybody, hello, welcome. It's like, yeah, like <laughs> your, men, your brain is doing like some mental math to like speed up everything else to the exact right moment. To make sure, to make sure I've got plenty like the the correct amount of time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it is funny be- yeah it's weird like the kind of like time math your brain can do like sometimes at the end of the jayverse bends like we'll need to like go back and record the thank you to all the patrons after we've like gotten all the names on a list and i think um when riley got here the editor he was like i don't know how you guys do it but it's always exactly 30 seconds whoa <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I was like it's i don't a, know <laughs> do we have a hidden secret talent that we had no idea what? about Okay, can I just tell you that uh, once upon a time, I feel like we were talking about manifesting things here on the pop. Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is something that you're sure happens. Oh, I mean, yeah, no doubt. And and there there can be no doubt that no one can get a parking spot closer to the door than you. Sure, if you say so. No, it's true. It's true. (laughs) I've seen it happen. I've seen the magic work. I like riding with you places because it means I won't have to walk as far. Oh. Oh, this is a, what an interesting thing because you normally like to drive places. I do normally like to drive yeah. places, but when when we travel somewhere together, uh-huh. it is so nice knowing that there will be a parking spot oh, because okay. I'm I'm like under the aura of your <laughs> spell. Um, however, one of the things that we've, that we've also talked about here on the pop a lot is the crossword puzzle brain, yeah, which is totally one of these things that I have 100% bought into. So it's not. It's I don't even think it's for you to buy into. I think it's just science. Well, I mean, and yes, yeah. maybe that's exactly <laughs> it. But I feel like I have gotten to the point 
point where I'm like delegating. I'm going to, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up in case you're unfamiliar with what crossword puzzle brain is. This is how it works. People who do crossword puzzles a lot basically can go through all the questions and they might know like on the tip of their tongue, the answer to one, but they can't think of it off the top of their mind. So they will literally like send a piece of their brain to work on solving the question of, of that clue. Go go search through all the file cabinets of brain until you find the correct answer and then bring it back to me and then bring it back to me. So yeah, Yeah. it's like, you know, you might, you might get like 10 or 11, like, you know, uh, clues later in the crossword puzzle when you'd be like, boom, I got it. Bowling green. I knew it. I knew it. Knew it. But it also might be like, ideally, probably if you do a lot of crossword puzzles, you can start getting like more immediate feedback loops like that. But this happens all the time where it maybe instead of like 10 clues later, it's like 10 days later. And suddenly you're just like Portuguese. Yes, yes, yes yeah. exactly, exactly. Well, so this uh, this is what I mean, though, is that, like, I, I, I feel like this was, like, a thought where I was like, well, that's really cool. Like, I wonder if that works. And so, like, when I can't think of things, I will literally be like, okay, brain, one of you, one of you up there, go and work on it. Let me know when you found it. Right. I'm going to think about something else. And it is, like, oddly calming to me wow because it's like it's like one of these things where i'm like it's it it can be so frustrating like when you can't think of something like over the weekend um i was i was i I was in nashville for the marathon and um brother-in-law mike was with me and he was trying to like figure out the like he could remember the last three words of a song but he couldn't remember like anything else from it (laughs) and those words are like such common like punk pop uh, lyrics that it's like searching for it is not going to yield anything because e- every song has them and yeah. so it's just like you know like, like immediately uh, St- uh, Big Steve and I were like scrolling through our friends and we're like is it this and he's like no and like is it this and he's like no and then he eventually figured it out and it was like one of those like big aha moments but um, it'll drive you crazy yes. if you can't think of it oh my gosh and- not, not to talk about a podcast on a podcast but uh, I remember listening to one, I think it was by um, the podcast Reply All, where this guy had like remembered this earworm of a song from like a decade ago. And he's like the only person, and he had like a perfect memory of it. No and, way. And he was just like, and he like went to go like try and look it up online one day and he couldn't find it. And he was like typing in the lyrics and he would like sing it to other people. And he went as far as to like going to LA to like re to like uh, like find a music producer who could bring in professional musicians and he like produced the song from memory with the people in the room and like sang the vocals himself and was like what is this someone needs to recognize it and like finally 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 he like he was just like is this crazy did i just like make this up in my brain like i heard it on the radio i swear i swear and it was like this like bare naked ladies s kind of song that you know kind of like this like very earwormy Okay. And people would listen to it and they'd be like, yeah, it sounds like I feel like I remember hearing it, but I don't think I, you know, that, and he went back and eventually he like typed in the lyrics on Facebook of all places. And there was this like one guy who had posted it and it turned out he was the original artist and he had been like picked up by the same record company, like as I think bare naked ladies or something. No way. And like they were like, he was like on the fast track to like have a, have his song released out to, you know, like on the radio and be like a hit single or whatever. And then it just like all fell apart because like, I guess one of the things they do is they like tested in really small markets. And that's where he initially heard it on the radio, like, you know, decades beforehand and it just didn't catch on. So they just dropped him and that was basically it. But like this one guy completely remembered it and loved it no way. and just like, like could not find it him. again. It was just like, like, am I getting Mandala effect here? You know, like how, 
could this be? <laughs> could you imagine though, like if 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 like like what if the song had never existed and this guy had just like manufactured in his brain out of nowhere a song into creation? Yeah, it's just like whoa that feels I mean, like like a time loops happening like how can i remember this right that's like yeah. like time travel is real proof like confirmed yeah that's you what know, it feels that, like i'm sure yes yeah absolutely but like no i mean this is this is definitely like what i've what i've started doing by the way i, I just want to say your memory and ability to like recall that much of the story is is <laughs> baffling to me like when you had no idea that we were going to talk about this today and this is just like this is literally just your recall abilities at work my yeah. version of that same story would have gone something like i listened to a podcast once where a guy couldn't remember the like a song he heard it on the radio one time and then it turns out that it was this band that like had like a one-off single on the radio and he only heard it that one time and that's the reason like he couldn't find it anywhere else that's my version <laughs> of the story and mine took like 12 seconds and i think yeah. yours was like a full like minute and a half mm -hmm. of like of like recall right so very impressive the ups and downs i was with you the whole way oh man we'll we'll, we'll try to find and link that episode in the show notes unless you just made it up in your head wow do i only can, think i remember hearing it on a podcast can you imagine if like, <laughs> you're so like, you're like scroll through and you're like i know it was a reply all like well so i have to re-listen to the whole library the thing about that is that that it feels the thing that almost could happen because that was in like the older days of reply all they had like a little bit of a fiasco like a couple years ago around 2019 when they were covering the youtube show bon appetit okay and like the the things they were covering about Bon Appetit, the YouTube channel, which was blowing up at the time, it turned out that the they, the hosts themselves, were practicing at their own place of business. So the producers were like, uh, this is extremely hypocritical and we need to bring this up. And then like one of the hosts left. So that host was probably a part of the episode I was talking about. And I assume all of the episodes would still be in their library, but I, I suppose it's conceivable that it is they just like deleted their back library or something. It is so <laughs> odd to me yeah. because, yeah, so exactly what you're just describing is in reference to the the podcast about the guy who's trying to remember a song that he can't discover because of this unusual circumstance wherein the song was like <laughs> yeah. lost to time the, the this podcast episode could quite literally be the exact same that'd be thing. so so meta i know and I then see. someday this episode won't exist <gasps> no <laughs> We're recording, right? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! It I know. Like yeah, I know. It's like we look over. It's like Jay. We didn't get any of it. No. We just had, oh. <laughs> oh, that would be so sad, man. So uh, it sounds like where you 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 said Mike was crossword braining something. So he was a, a trying song. to. Yes, yeah. he was trying to, and it was a song by Good Charlotte. And now, literally the entire time at the start of this conversation, I sent a piece of my brain to try to remember what the Good Charlotte song. Oh no! The little things, the little things. Is that yeah. is that a Good Charlotte song? Well, you're asking the wrong person. Oh my gosh! But, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. So you can you continue to talk and be interesting for three seconds while I pull out my phone and go to GoodCharlotte.com. Well, the good news is you've kept talking whilst uh, you were googling it. So I haven't had to say anything too terribly interesting just yet i remember the the band good charlotte in general but it falls into this like category of bands from the 90s that i feel like all had like one hit wonders that um i don't remember anything other than like the name of them can i, can I just applaud you for nailing that 
I need, okay. I need you to talk about something, and you did. Oh, thank you. Lyric I was looking for. <laughs> well done, well done. No yes. silence whatsoever. Guys, we're, we're doing very <clears throat> minimal. We're, we're, we're doing some heavy lifting for Ethan, the editor, this week. Uh, well, where, let me t- we have a, such a great slate of things on the agenda to talk about, too. So this has been, yeah, it's been a fun tangent immediately in true popcorn culture style. Okay, t- just tell me how difficult for pop punk songs these three words. <clears throat> these are the only three words he could remember were, I'm breaking down. Oh yeah, that that sounds like it's almost like it could be in so many. It's it's like yeah, the, pop it's punk like songs. it's almost the anthem of the entire pop punk pop punk era of music. Yes, is is this exact sentiment? So anyway, uh, we got to jam out. Can I ask you something? Yeah, please do. This is another Ben and Jay suck at music situation. Is it smells like Teen Spirit or Team Spirit? I think it's teen spirit. But you don't know. I I, I don't know. You said you said I, teen? I think it's teen. teen like, like teenager. Teenager. Smells like teenager spirit. Not teenager. Not team spirit. Teen smells like teen spirit. Now, now it really sounds I wrong. know, right? I, I'm looking because it up like as well. team spirit is something you like have like on any sports team, but teen spirit sounds like a clever play on the you know confirmed teen spirit teen spirit yeah haven't known that my whole life been guessing the whole time <laughs> it's like and that's is, like one of those like anthem songs no you it know? totally is yeah. but it's also one of those where it's like yeah it smells like teen spirit yeah and like, exactly. <laughs> exactly what did well, you just say yeah, what did like you just say teen slow spirit. down and say it again it smells spirit. like smells like what <laughs> what <laughs> Ethan is dying listening to this back right now. He's like, I can't believe they don't know the answer to this. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. That song, actually, I just, Mm. in the past, like, uh, Alice and I will listen to, we'll have, like, our Alexa playing music all throughout the day. And so I actually am just positively obsessed with uh, song covers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I feel like uh, whenever somebody does a cover of a song, I feel like they tend to enunciate the words of the song in a way that allows me to actually understand what the first person was saying. Uh, oh, like, interesting. Yeah, like like I almost feel like the cover does a better job because like they want to make sure that you know that they're singing someone else's song. And so I end up like understanding the song better through the cover than I did through the original. Uh, well, so you must have had a great time in Nashville. That's like the song cover capital of the world. World, you know, right? It truly and honestly <laughs> was. I and I will tell you, okay, so we'll we'll go ahead, we'll jump off. We'll see if we can jump off and, and maybe go backwards or something. So um one of the big things about traveling to Nashville for the marathon was like it, it's kind of like going to a conference literally anywhere which is that like it's like oh yeah guys the the big conference gonna be held in like dallas texas yeah come on out and explore all that dallas has to offer and then you get there and it's like i was at the convention center the whole time right exactly so i didn't really experience dallas right i have seen the dallas airport and i have seen the dallas convention center and i have seen uh the inside of a camry because those are the uber cars right um (laughs) and all um, ubers are camrys all ubers are camrys head cannon um but uh, when you go, when you travel for a marathon, uh, there is the there is the small uh, inconvenience, which is that 
you are running a marathon while you are there. Uh, and yeah. so like, you know, we got there the first night and it's like, oh man, it's so cool. Like we're in Nashville. How fun is this and everything? But it's like, but we really need to like go and get like a, like a solid square meal. You know, like we need something like healthy. We like, we need to be drinking like just like lots of water. Yeah. We probably need to get to bed early. Yeah. Because we're going to have to be up early. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, you know, it's like you like wake up and you like are running the marathon itself, which yeah. is just like completely and utterly exhausting. Exhausting. So yeah. the rest of the day, you're, you're pretty just too much, tired. You're pretty much too tired, and every single time you stand up, you're just like, "Ow, ow, everything ow, hurts, and ow. I'm dying." Yes, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Um, and so pretty much, you know, it was like you got through uh, night one where you were resting for the thing, night two where you were resting from the thing, and then night three was kind of like, "Okay, let's go do something." Right. Um, <laughs> and so we, uh, it pretty much took us most of the day to finally like peel ourselves off of like any type of cushioned surface in order to venture out and do anything at all. Yeah. Um, and he- here's like a question in general, again, like just completely failing at music, but the whole time I kept being like, yeah, let's go down to Nashville or let's go downtown and like go to a honky tonk. And I was like, is, is that right? Is that what we're doing? Like, you know, it's like I went to Nashville and, yeah. I, and I went to one of these establishments yeah. of, of which there are, basically exclusively these establishments on an entire main street of a major city. That is like what Broadway in Nashville is, man. I guess I would have thought like honky tonk was more like a word for like an entire town rather than like a specific kind of bar. Interesting. Well, I could be wrong about that now know that what? I think about it. You know what? It's entirely possible that I am wrong. However, uh, so we're we're like walking around, and it was definitely the case where where Mike at first was like, "All right, let's find like look, what's the spot to go." And at first, I think we definitely found like the local spot. Yeah. Um, it was like you walked in, and it was like it was like like country music, but like country music in its like most authentic form. Yeah. And it was like okay. Maybe this isn't what we were aiming for. So we ended up leaving that one. We went to the next one where it was like we had like a like a, exactly like you were saying, like a fantastic cover band. Right. And somewhere along the way, we discovered that they they were like they kept talking about like taking requests. They were like, oh, man, like we, we appreciate all y'all's requests. Like these are perfect. Thank you so much. And they were they were playing amazing and it was really cool and everything. And we realized that they had their Venmo up on the screen behind them. And that was how you requested a song. So I did that and they played a song and it was really awesome. And oh, man. So much fun. I know. Okay, so confirmed, a honky-tonk is both a bar that provides country music for the entertainment of its patrons and the style of music played in such establishments. It can also refer to the type of piano, tack piano, used to play such music. So I have been misinformed about, self-misinformed <laughs> about this word uh, more or less, other than its association with country music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew you knew country music, but from there you really thought it was a larger yeah. ecosystem. I would have thought it meant like the style of town where that music is like generated from or that that kind of music is about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I was clearly wrong. Okay. Interesting. So, anyway. Interesting. Okay. Well, can, can I ask you a question? I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to volley it back at you over here. Okay. So over the weekend uh, and this month in general, over on our Patreon, we've been hosting a step competition. That right? we have. Yes. Yes. Which has been an enormous amount of fun and yes. if, if you are if you are looking for a good community activity we do them like kind of like every other month ish on on any of the uh, super carlin brothers affiliated discord server um and 
I, all through the month of April, I was like, oh, this is so perfect because I've got the marathon. I've got like my big training run, like my 20 miler. I'm going to have right. like a 10 mile in there, a seven miler. And then of course the full marathon itself. Right. I was like, this is going to be great. And somehow, some way last week, despite having my marathon, yeah. you passed me. Yeah. What's up with that? Well, I got to tell you, I have been putting down some serious steps. Yeah, there <laughs> There's is, no doubt there, about it. There is no doubt about <laughs> no it. No like, doubt what, about what, it. What is going on through your head? Like, cause uh, I, I noticed you put, <clears> you put literally just the words walking addiction i have like started to wonder if that's like if i mean i'm sure people get like addicted to exercise and maybe i think i'm um experiencing like a light form of it okay to so to speak like we've done the step competitions in the past and i do like really enjoy it and i like you know i do bust out the, the the treadmill desk situation and i'll um you know I'll, I'll go to town on it i think one day in particular um i don't i don't know what was the circumstance but we just had like not nothing to like interrupt us for like a very long time and i managed to get like all the way up to like twenty eight thousand steps just like at the office one day which is absurd yeah it's it's absurd for sure it's like um i think i've been roughly walking like 13 to 15 miles a day here <laughs> from work it's from like you're, work you're coming yeah up, it's like yeah i filmed three videos wrote a script walked 13 miles it's like yeah. you did what now yeah so i fit like when i got there the um when i got there the first time because so the way our step competitions work is that you can um like we we uh, cap it at 30,000 countable steps per day. Of course, you can keep walking. It just won't increase your total per the step competition. Yeah, just sort so of. So that people don't try and go crazy and like hurt themselves trying to win the competition. Right, right, right. right. It, it, which, <clears throat> where there is no first place prize or anything. It's just right. pure, you know, bragging rights if you so choose to. Yeah, there is no actual prize or anything, but I can see where like people can get very competitive, which of course I am. I, I was, <laughs> was going to say us yeah. included in that. Us yeah. included. Yeah, but so I got there because like as long as we've been doing sub competitions i had never gotten to like thirty thousand steps in a day okay um, i think uh even if i look back the only time i've like really cracked it more or less was when we did that linville gorge hike yes and we got up to, like thirty seven thousand steps that day which was a beastly which day. was a beastly day yeah. to be sure and that's still i think is my max day at least on my on my pacer app okay but okay. after i got to it the first day i was like oh my, like it felt it felt like so good i was like so happy and so proud of myself that i was like all right tomorrow i'm really gonna i'm gonna see if i can i'm gonna try and like repeat it again yeah and then it was another day where it was like a little bit slower at the office um like we've been saying for a while like it feels like we keep having like one one or two more obligations per week than we want and like we kept like we've sort of like been saying to ourselves like we need to like try and say no to more things or not accept as many like meetings or whatever right and like for you can say that, but for a while you still have the ones you already set up. But it seemed like in the past couple of weeks, like those have like finally like fizzled a little. Yes. So, like we've had a we had like a good string of days in a row where it was just like we didn't really have anything other than the actual work itself. And as such, I could just like put, I could just, I could just turn it on and just go. Right. And um, I was like, I got to it the second day and then I got to it for the third day in a row. And then I was just like on a roll. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm just going to see how many days in a row I can do it. But um, it has definitely gotten to the point where like there are times I'll just be at the house. And I'm just like, I'm just going to keep moving. Like I can't stop moving. I can't, like, I must like, like all, like I, like I, it, I'm finding it very hard to like sit still at all now. Interesting. <laughs> Where it's just like I got to keep moving, got to keep walking, got to like no. Uh, so I don't know. That's sort of been um, 
what's what's been going on step competition wise for the past couple of weeks that for is so, me. It's very interesting, and and we talked about this uh, a lot on the on the trip because I feel like there's there's sort of like a like a very unexpected or like an oxymoron style of a situation. I think when it comes to stepping or physical activity or whatever, which is that like I think very frequently it can actually boost your energy yeah. to be exerting this energy. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like on days where I go and like throw down, yeah, like 15, 20,000 steps on the treadmill, uh, at work, I come home and I actually am more energized for the rest of the night. And I'm like yeah. more present, like doing bath time with <clears throat> Addie or like, like reading her books and stuff like that. You know, it's like, I, I feel so much more dialed in, which is the exact opposite because you're literally exerting more energy overall right so it's almost like it's like are you someone who naps every day what you should do next time you're feeling a nap go for a walk go for a walk <laughs> and it's like it's like i know that probably sounds like the most just like uh it's like yeah that's not gonna help i'm i, I am certain that's not gonna help I, I dare you to do it though yeah i dare you it's a it's a challenge extended do it do Boom. it yeah get out there do some walking get some steps in yeah so i've been having yeah just a lot of fun with the step competition this particular month and then it's like once i you know had a couple of thirty thousand days under me then it's like you can look at the leaderboard and it's like man i'm i moved up a bunch <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like you know what turns out that makes a difference yeah that <laughs> makes a difference. I can, I can keep I can keep rolling here. So I think I'm, I might be in. I know I was in range of getting into second place. I don't know if I've quite gotten there. Oh, my gosh. At the moment. Yeah, um, you were. I, I mean, you win. I, I saw you like like scraping your way up the leaderboard. It was it was actually <clears> really fun to like refresh every day. And it would be like like like. 27th overall then it was like 19th overall then it was like 12th <laughs> overall then it was like 5th overall and it was like what, what is happening, happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh it looks like whoever is in whoever is in second um at the moment is clearly aware of the pressure being put upon them because they are throwing down um some i mean obviously if they're in second they're already putting down lots of steps every day but um i feel like i was closing the gap pretty good on them and i feel like they're now actively fending me off okay so hard to say but we're gonna we're gonna try and we're maybe, we'll, we'll see if we can get there. You got this. You got <laughs> I don't this. think first place is um, attainable at all because the first, the person in first, I think has gotten thirty thousand every, every single, single day, day the whole yeah. month. So, so you either need less than they drop off entirely, which seems extremely unlikely at this point. Right. You either get a match wits with them, or yeah, or or something else has to happen. Yeah. Um. Okay. 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 Uh, I will say that one of the things that I feel like really was was difficult for me was I I did have. Um, my marathon day where I threw down 53,000 steps, which is the most I've ever had Whew. in a single day before. Crazy. Um, yeah, which was, which was really bonkers. And like, I think, I think for reference at the end of the marathon, I had like 49,000, which oh, man. I did not move a whole lot. Yeah. The, the rest, rest of the day, yeah. the rest of the day. Um, but uh, the, the like one, two punch there was that like biggest step day of my life, which meant that on Saturday I easily got my, my full 30 K in. However, uh, it was a seven hour drive from Roanoke to Nashville. So yeah. the day prior, not only was I like also trying to like conserve some energy, but like it was like I I just I was in the car for most of the day, didn't have a huge opportunity. Right. To, so like you couldn't walk. To go get my steps in. Yeah. And then marathon day obviously maxed out. The next day I was just just like destroyed. Right. You know, and it was like <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna get a lot of steps because I can't move. Like, right. You know, it was like we were we were all making jokes like in the in the Airbnb, which was like three floors of stairs uh to go up and down. And it was like we we were we were just like, should we go get food? And it was like 
Now we find. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll just sit here. Why don't and we rest. just sit here and watch Jurassic World Dominion <coughs> instead? Nice. Uh, which is what we did. <coughs> that movie was was not good, by the way. Just as a, oh, yeah. a, a is total that the third one. Side. Yeah, it's the yeah, third one. Okay. Yeah. Um anyway, but then the next day uh was our, our travel home day. And right. so it was like another seven hours in the car. So right. it was like I, I feel like I had like my big my big Saturday, but like otherwise I've been grouped around by a bunch of bunch of smaller days. So I feel like I've I've probably slipped back in the standings a little bit. I've I've been too afraid to look. You been you want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead and lay it on me. All right. You're pre- I mean you're still in top ten. Okay. You're in okay. ninth at the moment. Ninth. Yes. Ninth. Yep. Okay. Only hey. by a thousand. Okay. Who's in front of me? Uh in front of you is uh, Casey, they are ahead by 9,000 and you are presently fending off Dakota by 1,000. Wow. And then after that, it's like a, another 10,000 down to 11. So you've got a little bit of a buffer okay. to stay okay. in the top okay. 10. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Everybody everybody, keep your eyes and ears close on the cop. We'll, we'll be sure to keep you yeah. posted as, as we go forward. But no doubt. Th- so that, that is interesting though. So I know that we've talked about this a lot before. Uh, like you had your, your month-long Peloton challenge. Yep. It, that was the, the Peloton day in the month of April. April, yeah. La- so that was year. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe um, April is just a good month for me to be moving. I, I know. But <laughs> it's like it's like it's starting to get warm again. It's like okay, yeah, let's I'm go. in. I'm in. Um, I know. I know that your big thing with that whole month was sort of like you had the mission, you had the goal, you had the the surroundings of it, and then it was sort of like boom, did it, done. And yeah. you got to the end of the month, and it was like, I'm not going to touch the Peloton again for like couple months yeah i know so i'm very curious like i think there's like six days left in uh the the step competition at the office and so i'm wondering how it is going to translate once we get out of the month of april like if i will try and continue to uh keep up with the walking or if it'll just like completely die off now that the challenge now that the 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 framework around the competition is gone right um i will say that i i think there's a greater likelihood that this one would stick around maybe not in like a hit thirty thousand every day kind of situation um but like with the peloton i remember it, it was like such an effort to be like get down there and be like oh yeah i gotta go do it like just because i don't want to like fail whereas this one feels like much more like natural and just like um a part of my day it doesn't it doesn't require like like when you do the Peloton, it's like you have to set aside time from everything else you're doing. Whereas with the walking, I can just sort of do it passively while I do other things. Well, but I'm going to say that, <clears> like, I would applaud you for that because I know that for me, I have the issue sometimes with the walking desk, which is almost like when you're, when you're looking, when you're driving around and you, and you're in, the, in like an unknown location <clears> and following like your GPS or something and you turn down the music so that you can read street signs better. Yeah. Like sometimes I have that experience where it's like, like I'll be, I'll be typing on a script or something like that or trying like flush out an idea and i'm like i can't be walking and thinking this like this critically at the same time right but you you seem to have like phased through that in a way that i think is is actually pretty impressive oh thank you yeah absolutely i feel like you've you're even at the point where i feel like you're photoshopping while walking yeah (laughs) which is which is uh, it's like it feels like the type of thing you almost need like both hands like keep like yeah like keep it going there right right yeah I have been doing some, I've been doing the thumbnails, yeah, with the with the treadmill desk going. There's been um, a few things that have been, like, too persnickety where I need to, like, sometimes, like, step on the rails for a second to, like, focus in real quick and, like, do it. Right, right, and, right. And, like, nudge it the, those last few pixels or something. Alternatively, <coughs> if anybody's like, man, their thumbnails would look super sloppy lately, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe that's the... Oh, hopefully not. <laughs> no, hopefully I'm just, not. I'm just kidding. That, that would be so <coughs> funny if it was like, well, I can't, like, I'm not going to stop walking, obviously. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, okay, you might have a problematic level yeah, of like, yeah. relationship. 
relationship with the stepping here. If it's like we're, yeah, no, that's really funny. Um, but it's an interesting one to me too, as well, because, um, one of, one of the big things for me about the marathon is that like our parents ran our, their first marathon when we were kids, I think in the year 1996, they did the San Francisco marathon. That sounds right. Okay. Um, which means that for me, since roughly the age of six or seven, <clears throat> this is, this has pretty much been something that it would like has been on the old bucket list. Yeah. Like, before I even knew the term bucket list, it was like, well, I want to do that someday. Like, of I, course I, I want to go out and, and run that far and have the tinfoil blanket afterwards. To, did you do the tinfoil blanket? I didn't get a tinfoil blanket. Oh, man. I know. I, I thought they were just going to have them. Yeah. I was excited for that, and mm-hmm. then there was none, um, which was also fine because it was pretty warm anyway, and I probably would have melted. Oh, but that's probably why they didn't have them. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. Um, a bunch of people had them at the starting line, as well as trash bags. I had oh. never considered that because it was really cold, and I guess that it's like a way to like insulate yourself, and then like you can just sort of like peel off Rip the trash off. bag and yeah. just like even like stuff it in your pocket or something, and you'd be fine. Um, but so anyway, long story short, finished the marathon. It went well. Um, I. It is probably the hardest physical endeavor I've ever done in my life, which probably took the crown from the Linville Gorge hike. Oh, man. Which I would say had before been the hardest physical challenge I had ever done. Okay. Um, so the past couple of years. Yeah, walk, been, walk us through your marathon experience. Like, I feel like we've talked about that you did it and like how tired you were. But like, yeah, bring it. Bring us. Paint us a word picture of of the experience of the experience. <clears throat> goodness. Goodness gracious. Well, um, I would say for starters, I felt like maybe we were more underprepared for it than I expected, mm-hmm. um, which maybe I should have been able to see because your wife, Beth, I have nothing but like the utmost respect for because when she trained for her marathon in Chicago last August, yeah, September, whenever it was, whenever, I can't remember yes, <laughs> approximately that time, for the Chicago marathon last year, <laughs> that's the one. Yes. Um, I felt like she followed the training plan to the letter. Like she did such a good job of doing like all the peripheral runs, all the additional training, the cross training, like whatever, whatever the extra bits were in order to be like well prepared for game day. And I think that like with my schedule and like lifestyle and like the way that I was going to try to like incorporate this, like it was like, well, I'm just going to continue to go to like my normal gym and then like on the weekends I'll do like my long runs and then during lunch some days I'll go for like a midday run like with Big Steve who like works nearby yeah. and it was like okay this will this will work out and it was kind of like that maybe isn't true like all those peripheral runs are are very vital towards like just building like this strength in your legs that yeah. is essential for <clears throat> such a ridiculously long run um so we we get out there Everything honestly is going pretty great. We were shooting for like 10 minute pace, 1030 pace was sort of like what we had been training at. So like we're, we're out there, we're rolling, like, you know, the, the gun goes off or whatever. Um, and the, the first mile was downhill, which was really nice. We had like a first, like one minute, our first one mile split. Yeah. Kind of like booking it. Boom. I know. Um, and, but the thing was you're running with all the half marathon runners as well. So like you're in like this huge pack of people that's right. like kind of meandering through the, the first chunk of it. Um, and, and so that was really fun because you're always sort of like wrapped up in the, in the experience and there's the, you know, like there's bands playing and like you're, you're running through like all the neighborhoods, like where the community, like the local community has like gotten involved and there were people outside like handing out like, you know, champagne or beer or, you know, like fruit, you know, and then they've got like all the aid stops and everything, which in our group, this was like another little funny ism was like, it was me, uh, brother-in-law Mike and big Steve. Right. 
And we all sort of had like slightly different approaches, but uh, brother-in-law Mike was like all about all the aid stops. So yeah. anywhere that the, there was like a course sanctioned like like water and Gatorade or like a gel or like uh, like they had these like biofreeze stations, which is like a kind of like an aerosol menthol spray type something or another that like helps cool your legs or muscles or Oh, nice. Something. That's cool. Yeah, th- those were pretty cool. But like, for whatever reason, I, I, w- I w- like I had this like built in like hesitant for like the first half of the race. Like, oh, the first interesting. Half where it was almost like like growing up, I almost feel like we were taught by like coaches or, or something mm-hmm. to not take water at the water stops. Like, don't slow down. Right. You know, which like for for the record is the incorrect advice slow down take the hydration yeah i was gonna say i think mike might have had the right idea to like get like it just reminds me of like like being on the hike where it's just like yeah at no point should you really ever stop like fueling yourself because you're just burning calories faster than you could possibly imagine yes and like yeah you need you need to be replenishing that because once you once you cross a certain line it doesn't matter if you put it back up you're gonna have to go to sleep or (laughs) yeah Yeah, right right right. yep so uh, I, I think as the day progressed, that that sort certainly became very, very, very apparent. Um, but I will say that this is the the first ever half marathon I did. I did when I was fourteen, um, and at mile eight, I remember there was uh, the song "99 Nine Red Balloons" was playing. Yeah. And I remember it jazzed me up so much. And it was like, I was like so stoked. And so similarly out on the course at mile eight, I ran past a little colonel on the, like on the sideline who was cheering. Yes. Wow. Like, and so like, I heard someone like, like yelling my name or whatever. And like, I was like, you know, I mean, of course you're in like a huge group of people. So at any point in time, it could just be someone else. Right. Um, and you know, so like, I, I'm like sort of like my head's like on a swivel and I like look over and there's like a girl standing there with like a, like go Ben sign. And it had like the super Carlin brothers, like head oh, no way. on it. And I was like, no freaking way. Like, That's so cool. I would, so shout out to, I wish I knew the name of that person. If you were that person and can email me and let me know, I just wanted to express my gratitude <laughs> for you, for, for being out there on the course and for being, you know, supportive and everything. It, it, it literally made a difference. Like it, I believe it, it. it gave me so much like, like joy and excitement. And I was like, Oh my. And so, yeah, I'm like, I was like saying, you know, like, thanks. She's like, I'm a little colonel. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. It was really cool. Man. Um, I remember. Yeah. When Beth did the Chicago marathon, like one of her like tips to people like going in to do a marathon was like, one of the things they did was, uh, her and her like group of people all had singlets made and they had their names on the front. Oh yeah. And so yeah. like, she like, r- like, you know, wouldn't have thought too much of it, but then as you're running, like so many people would just be like, go Beth, go Beth. You yeah. know, Cause they can like see what your name is. And so just random strangers could cheer her on in that way. So yes. it was like a, put your name on yourself in some way. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe not a yeah. bad idea. Not a bad idea. I'll remember that for next time. Yeah. My bib said, hi Addison. Oh, oh. did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, that's yeah. Great. I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Was Cause like- I was like, you know, they, they weren't able to be there. So I was like, at some point in time, I have like a picture framed or something in the house. Then they'd be like, you know, in the future, she'll see it and see that like I had like a little. That you were thinking over that day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Hello from the past type thing. So anyway, um, the, the other big piece of advice coming into the day was, uh, again, like our parents ran marathons growing up. And so dad had told me, think of mile 20 as halfway. And that is hard to do. Yeah. Because like, wait, I mean, which, but the thing was, is that it was so true. It was yeah. really good advice. Um, so I got to, got to, you know, mile 20, which was the longest run we had ever done. I got a text from you, oh. which was amazing, which came through on my Fitbit. Nice. Um, 
uh, which speaking of, Big Mike just texted me and said, uh, Big Mike. Big Mike, wow. <laughs> I just merged names in my head. Uh, he just said, yum. So I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah. as I was gesturing to my, my watch, I got a text from Mike. Um, but it was cool because, yeah, so if people are running a marathon and they have like a smartwatch or something, text them during the race because I got a, a text from you that was like, mile 20, every step you take now is the furthest distance you've ever traveled like like during a yeah. run. And it was like, oh, that's so cool. Right. <laughs> uh, so that was, that was super helpful. But also when I was 100% hitting a wall. I um, bet, yeah. It's yeah. like, ooh. It's, like, it's one of those things where it's amazing that you can even run 20 miles at all. And it's like, you could get to... 20 miles and be feeling great and then get to 20 and a half miles and start feeling really bad and it's like even though you're done with a huge majority of the race if you were to just like go outside and be like yeah it's like five and a half miles from here just walk it like that's gonna take you a very long time to walk yes it absolutely is yeah. and, and so that was the thing so you and the way that they have the course set up is the last six miles are effectively like a it's a three mile out and a three mile back so as you you turn this corner and it's like taking you down to like this park so as you're turning the corner people who are that far ahead of you are heading in the opposite direction right. so the entire time that you're going out you're actively passing people who are coming back um who have like already made it that much further so the whole time you're just like i'm sitting there just like in just sheer envy of like the, of the turnaround of, of, yeah. the, of the position that they're in but like as we turn the corner for this six mile out six mile or, th or three mile out three mile back rather for the last six uh our, our GMA John is literally heading in the opposite direction. So he, <laughs> at this point in time, he's a full hour ahead of us on the course. Man. Um, but it was also really cool because we were like, we were so stoked to see him. Because like, yeah. when, when you're out in this like sea of people, you're like, I'm not going to see anybody I know. Yeah, no, and right. So when we saw him, we're like, John, you got it, man. And, you know, of course, at that point in time, he has like half a mile left. Right, like he's almost like, there. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. Um, but this was, this was when all three of us were just going into like pure survival mode. Right. It was like, at that point, it was like at every stop, I was like, yes, I will take a banana. Yes, I will take an orange. Yes, I will take a Gatorade. Yes, I will take a water. Right. Like, yeah. I will take one of everything that you are willing to give me. Give me the stuff, man. Um, I need some fuel. Yes. Yeah. Right. So uh, we were we were definitely just taking in as much as we possibly could. I think I got to mile 23 and a half, 24. And I finally, like, I, my legs were destroyed. I mean, like, literally, like, be like, what part hurts? And it was like, all of it hurts. All of it hurts. Every part hurts. Um, I changed my stride just a tiny bit. I found a pace that I could like lock into. And it was just sort of like that was like I wasn't trying to go fast. I wasn't trying to go slow. I wasn't trying to conserve energy. All I was trying to do was not stop, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I did actually at this point in time, I'd run with uh, Steve and Mike all the way up until this moment. I did start pulling away a little bit, uh, which was not super intentional. It just kind of happened. And then, then I was kind of like, okay, like the adrenaline's kicking in. You're like, you're like starting to realize like your body, you're gonna finish. your body has this like amazing ability to like yeah. dump, uh, dump super fuel into itself. Right. And you're like, <laughs> whoa what the heck like, there, going there, it's on? like it's like it's like i was dying like two miles ago and i feel better now than i did then and like this is happening like right like i can see and you're finishing at the tennessee titans football stadium and so like then That's you start cool. you start to see it you know and it's like uh, it's there it i just have to get there um and out of nowhere uh at like 25 and a half so i i've been by myself now for maybe 20 minutes or so out of nowhere 
uh, Steven comes barreling up next to me. He's like, you didn't think I was going to let you finish without me, did you? And I was like, dude, I could have cried. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I was like to have like my, my buddy there with me in that moment. I was just like, oh my God. Like it, he, and he had, I think that, uh, cause I had like recruited, you know, the, the, the group to do this thing. And I think that he knew that like doing it together was like a huge part of like my motivation, like why I wanted to be out there and everything. And he was like, I, he, he had been, you know, he was talking with Mike. He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go like find Ben. I gotta finish it out with him. So he like took off. He ran like two back to back eight minute miles to catch me, man, you know, from, from had, a, had his uh, own adrenaline dump. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Woo. So he, he totally, he totally booked it in we we were able to to make it you know like you you get to the the last like finishing shoot it like literally takes you like three big turns around the stadium so you're like you're at the stadium you're looking at the stadium there's like the like marcus Mariota. is he still the quarterback whatever just like a gigantic image of like these these football players right you're like okay we made it to the stadium then it's like then you turn and then you turn and then you turn, you're like, where is the, the end? finish line? I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to cry for a different reason because I just yeah. want it to be over. Like, come on, we got to be there. Got 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 through and just like, I mean, I literally what I wanted to do when I crossed the finish line was was lay on the ground in the fetal position. Yeah. I was like, that was the hardest thing. That was, oh my gosh. Because then you still have to like walk a bunch, I'm sure, to get through the shoot and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Well, I have to walk a bunch to get through the shoot. And even then, like in order just to even like leave, I was like, I'm going to have to walk probably another mile just to exit the premises. Right. Just to get to the point where an Uber will pick us up, mm-hmm. which is what ended up happening. Um, and eventually I started getting to the point where I was okay. I could move. I could do like whatever. But um, yeah, pr- probably took one of the longer showers of my life. Also, I, bet yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did, man. So <laughs> anyway, I made it through. Uh, it was, and I appreciate all of the support. I know that the, uh, the, the, the Patreon discord, everybody was, was tracking me. I was getting messages all day. It was, it was really, 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 like unbelievable and, and awesome to 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 have so it's like so much community around you yeah kind of like funneling in being supportive of of your experience yeah so. i mean it was awesome it was really fun like tracking you guys i was just like you know me and beth had our phones out all day and we're like oh man there are 20 miles and you know like oh um, it was really great and then you guys finished so yeah we were just like super proud of you back at home too and i mean well done you did it marathon done bucket list item is is complete the, the the big joke that we that we keep saying and i i'm stealing this 100 uh i was getting my hair cut several weeks ago and the uh the the guy in the thing in the the chair next to me or whatever overheard me talking to the woman who cuts my hair and uh i was i was talking about the marathon he was like oh i ran two marathons in one day and i was like no way. Like, I was like, that is so impressive. And he was like, yep, my first one and my last one. And I was like, that is so good. That is so good, Larry. That's his name. That's his name, That's Larry. Guy. Let me tell you something, Ben. That is a joke I have been familiar with since, I think, uh, 10th grade. No way. Yes, because you know grade? who used to make this joke all the time? Who? Was John Jennings' dad. Really? Yes. <laughs> That is amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> that for the same reason? Yeah, for the same reason. Because like I ran a marathon. Yeah, two in one day. First in my last. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so incredible. That is so incredible. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I I don't I don't I don't know for sure if it'll be my first or last. Uh, I I know that like we we we've talked about like the Linville Gorge hike before, and I know the first time that I did it, that was one of those where like I got to the end of it, and I, I think even you were just like you heard me just be like. Man, I don't know if they had fun. Like yeah. that seemed like that seemed rough. Um, and and then two years later, I think enough time had passed, and I was like open like, to it. Yeah, but, I'll do it again. 
good. <laughs> right right now, I'm not interested in doing it again. Sure. I, 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 I'd be interested in doing Linville again, but I'm not interested in running another marathon, at least right this moment. At least right now. Um, yeah. which, is, which is what I was going to say. Like, so in, in your life, you know, like, like this is, it's like an interesting and very momentous occasion, um, which is that like, you know, it, it is something that had been on my list for so long, something I know that I wanted to do for such a long period of time. And, and without really delving into the full process of, of like committing to it, it, it feels kind of like, like unattainable, you know, like right. it, 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 it's like there, there's, there's so much time and, and effort and energy and, and, you know, support, you know, from, from this, that, or the other, in, in terms of, of getting there to do it, like even all these long training runs, you know, like you're going out and I mean, it takes several hours. Yeah. Just to do the training run. Right. Like on a Saturday morning, which, <laughs> and which, then you're tired, you know, all day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the impact, like even on like, like Alice or Addison or like, you know, like one of our, our moms for like watching, watching Addie during those times or something like, you know, so that, so that it can happen in the first place. It's like, it's such a, it, like literal group effort yeah. to, to get you there. Um, and, and you know that going into it, but, um, the weird like blues that I've been experiencing is that like, you know, like I, I've checked this like major life accomplishment and I'm like, I'm like almost sad about it yeah. because it's like, well now, now I did it. Like, you know, right. it's like, like, um, and this, this, this is, I don't mean for this to sound like super doom and gloom or anything like that. Cause it's, it's not that way at all. But the, one of the questions that, that I think I, I asked in like year one, super Carlin brothers is like, what would you do if there was some actual, uh, like objective way to say that the best day of your life has already happened, Oh, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it would be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I'm like, oh man, like that's such a weird thing to think about. Like the, like the, like, because I mean, and this is, this is again, it's like one of those things like where different days can be great for com- completely different reasons. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it's like, I don't know, like, like you could, you could have a day that's a 100 out of 10 and then days that are like 97 out of 10. Right. And it's like technically the 100 out of 10 would still be better, but 97 out of 10 is still like completely breaking really the great chart day. entirely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I don't actually think that it's like as upsetting as I did when I first posed the question. Right. But that, that's always been like one of those where it's like, oh man, like, you know, like there are not many days in my life where like of the potential 30 to 40 items that could be on my potential, you know, bucket list for life. Yeah. There's only so many days where I will cross one off. Right. Sure. You know? That's true. And, and I mean, like, you could just keep adding stuff to your bucket list, I suppose. Also true. Yeah. Also true. You yeah. can add as many lines as you want to. Right. Yeah, there's not like a limit. You're like, right. well, you can have like 10 things you're really working for. Can I life. trade my paper for college rules right. instead of wide rules? Right. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Surely there's more room available. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, but that that's been an interesting one. I definitely feel like my since since finishing the biggest thing my mind has been doing is like is like d- like reaching in a bunch of different directions for like like what's the next handhold? Right. Know? Like what's what's the next thing I can like pull on? Right. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna? But like it, that's interesting because like did you feel like you were like reaching for a marathon for like. Uh, like you know the last 10 years or something no and, and that's that's a great question yeah. because the answer is no right like, you know, like, like it feels like if you really wanted to do it like at almost any point you could have decided to go and like knock this down right right and, and in a lot of ways it's like I, I heard the quote on a podcast the other day that was like luck is just when um opportunity beats preparation yeah and i was like that's a that's a 
you know, like, or Edna Mode it's has a, like luck. It's a great uh, trading card game rule. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> L- luck favors the prepared. Yeah. Um, little Edna. Um, but I think that that is. That, that is like, I think a lot of how like so, so many major moments of my life, like the major shifts of my life, it, like have always taken the, the step forward, you know, is, is that it's sort of like, and I think that's exactly how this was, was it was almost like, I mean, truly, I, I would even credit Beth in a lot of ways as well. Like, you know, it's like coming off of like, like the excitement, like watching her doing it and like supporting, you know, from just from afar uh, as, as she went through her whole experience and being like, OK, like, you know, like I feel like it's on my radar and I feel like it's it's almost the new year. And like, you know, like New Year's resolutions kind of hard to follow through with. But like, OK, so if if I can if I can get a group together and if I can uh, have enough time and then like a destination and like, you know, it was, it was, it was like all the pieces of the puzzle. I, for me, I felt like, like the window opened and it was like, okay, I'm inside of a, a window of time where maybe this time last year where I was just coming off of like having Addy, for example, right. That window wasn't open yeah. for me. Like in, in, in that moment in terms of like my, my own mental rationalizations and, right and, and how i go about like like allowing myself to to take the next big steps um so it's a good question though yeah like you're right like it's, it's not like every day for the past 10 years i was thinking like oh man gotta run a marathon you right know? but but i think from from a very young age it was something that like that i that i would have tacked onto the list sure you know so uh now now and, and there's probably that's the, maybe the big motivator from from taking taking that box is like oh man I was able to take like a, like a lifelong aspiration. Like, is it possible more of lifelong aspirations? All I have to do is put the effort in and like they'll happen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> or less. Why, why does that not feel so obvious all the time though? You know, I don't it's know. Like, like, you know, sometimes and maybe this is like how like you're resistant to like uh, your, your like crossword brain thing or whatever. Like you said earlier that like it, it's been like a relief to like, just be able to like send your brain to go do something. Yes. Yeah. As if like, like, you know, it feels it feels like somewhere in your brain I'm imagining like all these thoughts competing and someone's over like next to the like the automatic figure it out machines. Like, you know, we have these, we have these. You can just like could we just send some of you guys out of the out of the out of the bullpen here to like just go figure some stuff out so Ben doesn't have to think about all of you at once because we can do it. We have them right here. Like just <laughs> he hop nev- on and it's free. He never uses them. Never uses like they, we got a whole row of them. Like, brand new. Brand new. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're here. We can <laughs> I know, I know. But it's like it's like it's like it's a weird new trick that I feel like I learned at the age of thirty three uh-huh. is you can ask your brain to work on things for you and not have to think about them top of mind and right. it will work. Right. And and like, to me, it's like, I feel like it feels like cheating, uh-huh. but, it, but it's not like, this is like a name of the wind thing. Like where he, uh, like gives like a super clever answer when he's being like interviewed by this, this cool group of like mercenaries. And they're like, that was a really smart response. And he's like, can I confess something? Like, I don't even know what it means. And it's like, you stole the answer from yourself. Right. Like, like, like he feels yeah. like he cheated and it's like, what do you mean you cheated? You, right. Like you, you thought of the answer and said it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. Like, you stole the answer from yourself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um so i don't know yeah it's it's uh it's a weird one but also very very nice very nice yeah well yeah good job man yeah you did it are are you you down for a a last minute transition sure 
Popcorn Culture is sponsored by June's Journey. Okay, so y'all know how we love a good Easter egg in a movie. It's like the creators are just winking at you from the screen, being like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, despite these, I often feel like my eyes are on just maximum alert, scanning every little nook and cranny of every scene. But I've got to tell you that June's Journey takes this concept to a whole new level. With a murder mystery backstory, you enter room after room and are tasked with quickly locating specific objects to progress through the story. And let me tell you what, I assumed I'd be good at this, but I must have played the estate parlor room like 10 times trying to clear it faster. Then there's this whole like customization aspect where you can build out your island as you earn points. It starts as like a beautiful estate, then you can add gardens, fountains, walking paths, and so much more. So find out who murdered June's sister and get lost in the roaring 20s and discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Popcorn Culture is supported by Shopify. If you've ever purchased a candle, coffee, tea, or t-shirt from us, then you've actually interacted with our own Shopify store. Now, in case that's not clear exactly what that means, allow me to explain. Coming up with great merch can be a challenge, and figuring out where and how to sell that merch used to feel like just as difficult, until we found Shopify. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. You can sell without needing to code or design, just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop in no time. Long before I ever uploaded my first video to YouTube, I tried opening an online store for a past business selling aquarium stuff, as you know I did in a past life, and what I came up with was so complicated. It was the major blockade to creating merch for us for the longest time. That's where Shopify's standout feature must be its user-friendly interface and flexibility. It empowers users, regardless of technical expertise, to create and customize their online stores easily. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Marvel Strike Force. Okay, so are you guys like me? Like where you watch the Avengers, you're like, wow, Nick Fury has no idea how to assemble a team. I would make so many changes. Well, with Marvel Strike Force, you can do just that because this game is all about engaging in epic battles, strategically assembling your team of heroes and villains to stop the evil Ultimus. But it is really not just about the battles. I mean, Marvel Strike Force offers an immersive storyline, stunning graphics, and a vast roster of characters to collect an upgrade from Spider-Man to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Doctor Doom to Black Panther, the entire Marvel Universe is yours to explore. So seriously, it doesn't even matter if you're a hardcore Marvel fan or not, or whether you're just looking for like an action-packed RPG experience. Download Marvel Strike Force now on the App Store or Google Play Store and join millions of players worldwide and unleash the power of the Marvel Universe on your mobile device. Plus, this is kind of the cool thing and maybe why you want to do it like right now is because the Deadpool anniversary event is going on right now. So there's like weekly events and bonuses. And if you complete each event, you receive special awards and skins and all that fun, cool cosmetic upgrade stuff. And and we have a unique promo code for every new user. So please follow the link in our description. That's how they know you came from us and use the promo code MAXPOOL. And once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode.
Jay. Yo. I am excited because you sent me an update over the weekend I that I, that was like that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was it felt like something um that since the knowledge of or even really I think from like your you were the first of the the three brothers to well myself included so uh, uh, between you me and our younger brother Tyler to have a child. Correct. And when you uh, guys discovered you were pregnant. It was while we were really into rock climbing. Mm-hmm. And I got a message from you over the weekend and you were able to like do the thing and brought a child rock climbing. Yes, I did. Yeah. So um, this past Saturday, uh, it was like a, it was actually, there was supposed to be a marathon in Roanoke as well. The Blue Ridge Marathon it yep. ended up getting canceled because of thunder, I know. which like, so, oh my gosh, such a bummer. I feel so bad for the people who like had traveled from out of state. This is like marketed as like, you know, the toughest road marathon in America. So it's like some people like really like hone in on this one in particular to like do something really hard. Yes. And like the training for it is no joke. The mountains are no joke. And like, I cannot look, I mean, I feel so bad for them because I I cannot, first of all, tell you the last time it thunderstormed here. And I especially can't remember the last time it was thundering at nine in the morning. Right. Like that just doesn't happen here. And so that it happened on Marathon Day just was terrible because I had to call the race and they had to shut it down. So that was a real bummer. I was supposed to be at the finish line calling names out for people as they came across the line with our dad. Um, and like, as I'm heading out the door to go, uh, relieve him is when the thunder happened. So I ended up not having to do that. But, um, in the meantime, that meant, um, like we had, uh, I don't know, the, the afternoon was suddenly open to us where we were sort of expected to just sort of be at the race all morning and stuff. But now we had like more of a free morning, free day. And, uh, so Beth, um, was feeling tired. She'd gone for a 10-mile run that morning herself. Not related to the marathon at all. She's training for a different race in two weeks. Go, Beth. Yeah, no, in D.C. Going to do the half marathon up there. Going to be awesome. Um, but in the afternoon, we had uh, some time, and Beth or Luke was trying to think of, like, what could we go do today? And he was like, I can only think of three things. And he listed off, like, Kids Square and Trampoline Park and Chuck E. Cheese. And I was like, those are, like, such good inside activities for you to think of. Those, uh, those like, are all fantastic kids' plans. Yeah, they're all fantastic kids' plans. And it's like, he recognized that it was raining, so we couldn't do outside things. And he was trying to think of things we could do to leave the house and still go have fun inside somewhere love it yeah so it was good he didn't come up with movies which is surprising but although he's already seen like the one kids movie that's out right now so he'll get there there is that yeah yeah Yeah. but anyway so then beth was like what about the rock climbing gym and i was like yes let's do that but uh, immediately she decided she was too tired to go so she just stayed at home with dick and nate and i was like and me and me and luke headed out to the rock climbing gym and it was yeah, it was such like a such a cool feeling because like yeah you're right like we used to go like two or three times a week and we probably would have gone more but the thing about rock climbing is after you've gone once you need like a full day's worth of recovery like you just can't go again the next day or your muscles won't recover and you're yeah it, it's literally like the only so you were talking about like the walking addiction yeah like the rock climbing is the only physical activity I've ever done in my life where it was like literally the only reason why I'm not going every day is because I have to let myself recover cover right or i won't be able to do it exactly because um, like you will injure yourself because your muscles are not there but anyway having not done it really um in any amount of consistency for the past five years my muscles were not there personally yeah, yeah, yeah. very specific yeah. muscles very specific
specific muscles. Yeah, it's all in your hands and fingertips, and it is a very weird set of muscles to have to develop. And um, like you know, we like lift weights and stuff, and so like uh, it, it it was such a weird feeling being like on the wall because like you have all of this muscle memory about like how to move your body and how to position yourself and stuff, and then you'd go to like reach for even what might be considered like a very easy or like beefy hold, just like right. I can tell I can reach up there and grab it, and you'd grab it, and your hand would be shaking, and you're like you're like brain is telling your fingers to grab it, and they're like doing their best, they're like trying to grab it, and you're just like I can't, my whole arm is shaking, and if I put weight on it, like and then you just fall, and you're like. Like that's such an easy hold. I should be able to do it. And yep, yep, you yep. just can't hold on anymore. Uh so it was like a little a little frustrating, but also just fun to be back there at all doing it. Um and yeah, that was fun. But so yeah, we brought Luke there. And he especially loves it when it's just like solo time with him and, you know, me or Beth. Right. So he was loving that aspect of it. And there's these big like blue mat squashy floors. So he was having just as much fun like running around on that as he was on the walls. But uh, we'd found like three or four spots on the walls where he could like really actually like find some holds, do some climbing, get up. And of course, he's only going like five or six feet up off the ground or something. Right. But it was so cool watching him just like get on the wall and like sort of immediately just like know what to do. Like, uh, like just maneuvering around the rocks and stuff. And like, I, we probably have some videos we can put up whilst I'm describing it here, but like I would watch him and it was so cool watching like his brain, like solve the wall in the moment. Like, where am I going to put my hand for this? And then like, oh, I need to move my foot here first. Then, okay, I need to match hands here. And then like I reach around the corner and then shift my weight around and then move my foot here. And it was like, it just looked like so natural. It was, it, it, it was, was very intuitive. Like, yeah. It was yeah, extremely like, intuitive. And it was just like, I was like watching him do stuff. And I'd be like, man, I remember like having someone like, teach me like yeah sometimes the best thing you can do is like match hands which is like where you have a hand on a hold and then you like just put your second hand on the hold right as opposed to like finding a whole new rock for that hand to go to and like i remember being taught that and like he's just doing it like immediately or like or i could see spots where his like foot would slip and i think you know the first you know i i it, i've seen it Many a time where people would be up there and if their foot slipped, they'd be like, eh, I'm off balance. And they just let go of the wall and it'd be like, nope, foot slip. Just move my body around. Find, find the foot, find your feet again, whatever. Right. Find your feet. That's another word. Another phrase you hear a lot, like find your feet, find your feet. Right. And it was just like, he's just doing it. And it was like, ah, I, that, it's, it's so amazing to me how intuitive certain things are for children and like how, as you like, you grow up, like they become a little less innate over time. It, yeah. No, it, it really is. It's completely fascinating. It's funny because we were we were we were talking about it a little bit like with um uh like slides. So I think you were yeah. telling me because you you like uh Alice and Addison joined the rest of the family, you guys included, mm -hmm. at the park over the weekend and you were talking about how like you know like Addie was like doing all the slides and everything and it was like yay. But also there's like there's like this phase where it's like they're young enough to not be worried about it. So they're like totally brave, like yes. I'm going to go do the slide. Yeah. And then it's almost like they get old enough to recognize the danger. And then it's like, mm, I don't mm, know about this. The slide's like, pretty high up. Like, but it's like, like you've well, done it before. And it's like, that doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It's like before, before I was naive. Right. Now I know. Right. And it's like, I do think that as, as humans, we go through this like over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's, it's almost just like, like rinse and repeat. 
life experiences. It's like, no, like, like I, I was fine that one time because of these reasons. And it's like, no, you were fine that one time. You could do it again. It's like, no, I can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's really, it's, it's like, I, sometimes I think about this, like, uh, like, do you ever, do you, you know, the water park Emerald Point? Yes. Yes. Okay. So if you've ever been to Emerald Point in North Carolina, their big super attraction slide is called Daredevil Drop. Yeah, we had And is. I have done Daredevil Drop in my life probably like, I don't know, 15 or 20 times. Wow. Or whatever. Humble bag much? Um, you know, no big deal. <laughs> no big. <laughs> no big deal. But sometimes I will think about Daredevil Drop and I will get like the full body sweats. And I'm like, I don't like... The fact is, like, I probably haven't gone to Emerald Point the last time in my life. Like, we'll probably have to bring the kids there at some point. And if we go, I'll have to do it. There's no way around it. I'll have to do it. And I'm nervous about it right now. And it's like, why are you nervous about it? You've done it before. It's fun. You've done it multiple times in a day. What are you nervous about? And it's like, I'm nervous that it's a really tall slide. And what if I fall off that slide? And it's like, that's impossible. You can't fall off the slide. If you could fall off the slide, they wouldn't allow the slide to exist. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, 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 like no, mm, I'm pretty sure I can't do it again. And you're like, of course you could do it again. <laughs> Right, 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 right. No, it's, it's, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, and I, I have had that, um, I, I was even, I was, so in, in response to doing, um, my, my bucket list item, one of the other things I did when I did my study abroad in, uh, Australia, New Zealand was, uh, bungee jumping. Yeah. And when I went, it was like, I wasn't even scared to do it. Right. I was like nothing but excited. Yeah. You're just excited to do it. And, and now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know I what I don't that, think I would yeah. I don't know what that me was thinking, but no, like <laughs> clearly he wasn't. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Yeah, yeah. Could you do it again? Yeah. Right, I know. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, and, and it's so far away from me physically and geographically. It's like on the physical other side of the planet. Right. It's like I don't have to worry about it because it's so far away. Right. You're like, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that's that's such a great example. But there's like part of you that's like, if I ever find myself back there, there's not gonna be any situation in which I'll be able to say I don't want to do it because I've already done it. Because I've, done I've got yeah. proof of purchase. Like there's videos. I've talked about it. Right. You know, I did it. I probably am the part of the reason people wanted to be here right now. Right. You know, right. <laughs> I, I have now influenced other people to be here. I have influenced myself back to the situation, and now I really don't want to do it. But wow, what do I do? <laughs> they are so much more bravery than I am. <laughs> Oh man, oh, yeah. Man. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the exact same thing. Maybe it's just like that. That like window of like of of like opportunity or whatever. Like maybe maybe like like I said. Like I feel like coming into this year, I had a good window of opportunity to do this thing. Like everything lined up, and I was able to go through and do the race. And maybe maybe that's how it. Maybe that's how other things work too. And it's like my window is just currently closed towards bungee jumping. Just today. right, right. That's just it. <laughs> because that's I need it. a way to rationalize right. this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is just, yeah, who knows? But yeah. anyway, Addison was very brave and she did, she did some little climbing herself at the playground, which I was like, man, she's just going for it. Look at her go. She's going. I know. It makes she's me going. so excited. I yeah. can't, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to go and see her do that because that, that would definitely be like on my, um, a huge on my list is just going to, going to be like watching her go and do these little problem solving yeah. moments. Like mm -hmm. there, there's just nothing cooler than watching your child think and seeing that they are in fact figuring it out. It is, yeah. So like, I know we've talked about like, you know, me and uh, me and Luke will play chess sometimes at night. And of course he's not like, you know, implementing any sort of like long-term strategy or anything, but what the, his definitely his favorite piece is the rooks. Um, or he likes being able to like get them out. So it's not like no one would ever play chess like this in real life. But like one of the things he'll do sometimes when we're playing is he'll like move the pawn in front of the rook, the two spaces out. And then his next turn, he'll just move the rook up to the opening spot and then he'll move it to the center of the board. Like three turns in a row, he's like, I just spent this time developing my rook. And it's like, it's not really 
like advisable gameplay because <laughs> but 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 he's following but like, a path but he is following a path and he likes to get it out i'm like whatever do whatever you want and like the other night like you know i there's plenty of times where i'm just like well i'm, I'm just gonna choose not to steal your rook right now <laughs> sure yeah but <laughs> good um, dad play yeah yeah but it, like the other night i had like uh like a pawn and a knight separated by two like uh, a square so like one square in between them and he removes his rook up and he's like i'm gonna move this here to attack you twice and i was like Yes, you are. I was like, it's amazing that you knew exactly what moving the rook there would do and could describe it with those words. Like, because what you've said, like, what he really did, he created a fork. It was like, now it doesn't matter which one you move, I can take the other one, you know? Oh. Yeah. Which is like, you know, it's like that that in and of itself is like, like very good at chess play. Like, you want to make like, like forks are always like so dangerous because uh-huh. it normally requires you to like, move one to protect the other or sacrifice a piece or like attack something else so they can't steal your piece in the meantime or something like that. Luke but like, I know he like, he got it up there and was like, I'm attacking two it was. And I was like, that was pretty good. The fact that you knew what it would, you knew what moving that piece there was accomplishing was like another, a new level of thought. You're so screwed. Yeah. I know. I, know. I was like, <laughs> like part of me is like, like I so badly. I'm like, I'm trying, I've like thought like, should I just look, I want to look up like a chess coach in Roanoke and just like start bringing him there. And I'm like, if I did that, he would start beating me so fast. I think like, like, I don't think I'm particularly good at chess. You know, I'm just sort of like making it up as I go and trying to like apply like the best basic principles that I like just have learned over the years. Uh-huh. I don't have like a plan in place. I feel like I feel like he could beat me pretty quick with like actual coaching or something. I, I wonder so. if this is like the combination of like your your like like innate strategy brain with also like Beth's just like intelligence that mm-hmm. she possesses as yeah. well now funneled into one small human oh man i mean we can only hope we can everybody only watch hope. out everybody, everybody watch out, out. it's yeah. coming it's coming <laughs> oh my gosh well good luck lukester yeah I, I do hope that someday he comes back and listens to all these episodes and see how sees how excited we, we oh, are I know. for I'm him so excited. And yeah exactly i would be thrilled too if he could beat me because you know what i don't think i ever beat our dad at chess Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if he just like was like, no, if I let him win, that's that's, you know, I got to make it. I'm going to play a real game with him. You know? <laughs> right. 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 Like, yeah. I, I come, come to make him earn it. You know, right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's helped like develop yours as well. Yeah. Maybe this is the real. Maybe this is like the sticking point is like, I think I think this is a, like when when we were growing up, that was definitely like my attitude as well, like, at least towards like probably you and Tyler. Like, look, if I, you know, if I go easy on you, you're not really going to learn. <laughs> That is such an older sibling sentiment. <laughs> exactly. It's not like maybe, maybe if your goal is to help them learn, maybe you should like coach them through the situation or like right, right, give right. them new tips or whatever to be like, if I give you tips, you're going to be able to beat me. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't want that. You need, what you need to do is recognize what my strategy is and think of a way to think to work around it. To work okay. Around yeah, it. Yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, if you want to yeah. win, you're going to have to work for it. All right. I'm not going to tell you the controls. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I mm. never could learn any of the combos in any of the fighting <laughs> games none whatsoever so my 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 strategy we had the power ranger like like uh like the fighting game or yeah. whatever where you could just like punch each other yep. I, I basically had one move which was well two moves jump and punch yeah um uh, i would I, love to fire that game up right now because i can tell you i still remember all the combos i know you I do <laughs> how why okay i if, don't know ben i don't know how does the black ranger do the spinny move let's just tap a or b as fast as you can what that was yeah. it that was it the whole time. yeah b is faster a is slower i don't know why you do a ever but yeah 
Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Pop. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go wallow. <laughs> That's what's happening next in my day, in case you're curious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who uh, sent in your support of my marathon last weekend. I do very, very, very much appreciate all the the, the kind words and congratulations and shout out to the, to the little colonel who was out on the course. That was exceptionally cool. Yeah. Um, guys, as a reminder, we do have uh, the exclusive quarterly merch, Deneen Coffee Mug, the popcorn culture mug that is uh, currently in production. These are truly like if, if you've never bought uh, one of the animal mugs from Carlin Brothers Coffee before, it, it is made by the same people. Uh, they are just the best mugs like I, I always think about like sort of the uh the, it, it always feels very jokey like when you hear about like food reviewers talking about like mouthfeel mm, or something yes. but like but like cl- clay feel or something like the pottery the weight are you talking uh, about like the feel in your hands yeah like so there's regular feeling the regular feeling yeah hand the regular thing you touch <laughs> things with so okay did i just describe feeling to yeah people? you just described the dis- well, guys you know, guys you know how you have this uh sense <laughs> called touch you know you know how you know how like when you pick things up you know that you're holding them it's yeah. like that it's like that but and like in a really good way but in a really good way yeah it's very satisfying anyway um that is available on the uh, ex- uh exclusive quarterly merch tier over at patreon dot com slash popcorn culture we do very much appreciate your support the link to that is in the show notes otherwise until next time pop pop at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.